Bhagavan, the Supreme Personality of Godhead. Shabda Gotara, understood through the Vedic literature. Sattvam, the mode of goodness. Vishabhya, accepting. Virajam, uncontaminated. Svanam, of his own associates. Na, us. Mirdayan, increasing happiness. Virsha, a personification of religious of religious principles. In the Vaikuntha planets is the Supreme Personality of Godhead, who is the original person and who can be understood through the Vedic literature. He is full of the uncontaminated mode of goodness with no place for passion or ignorance. He contributes religious progress for the devotees. Purport by Srila Prabhupada. The kingdom of the Supreme Personality of Godhead in the spiritual sky cannot be understood by any process other than hearing from the descriptions of the Vedas. No one can go to see it. In this material world also, one who is unable to pay to go to a far distant place by motorized conveyances can only understand about that place from authentic books. Similarly, the Vaikuntha planets in the spiritual sky are beyond this material world, beyond this material sky. The modern scientists who are trying to travel in space are having difficulty going even to the nearest planet, the moon, to say nothing of the highest planets within the universe. There is no possibility that they can go beyond the material sky, enter the spiritual sky, and see for themselves the spiritual planets, Vaikuntha. Therefore, the kingdom of God in the spiritual sky can be understood only through authentic descriptions of the Vedas and the Puranas. In the material world, there are three modes of material nature, goodness, passion, and ignorance. In the spiritual world, there is no trace of the modes of passion and ignorance. There is only the mode of goodness which is uncontaminated by any tinge of ignorance or passion. In the material world, even if a person is completely in goodness, he is sometimes subject to, the pollute, to be polluted by tinges of the modes of ignorance and passion. But in the Vaikuntha world, the spiritual sky, only the mode of goodness in its pure form exists. The Lord and his devotees reside in the Vaikuntha planets, and they are of the same transcendental quality, namely Sudasattva, the mode of pure goodness. The Vaikuntha planets are very dear to the Vaishnavas for the progressive march of the Vaishnavas toward the kingdom of God. The Lord helps, the Lord himself helps his devotees. Amagyana Timurandasya, Janajanan Salakaya, Chakshu Unmadutanyena, Tazmai Shri Garvena Maha. Ma Omdishimpadaya Krishnapasthaya Bhutanashi, Matapata Vedanta, Samavitamani. Namaste, Sharshnapi Devi, Gonavani Pacharani, Nirishesha Sanyabai, Paskaya, Ishitarani. So when I was first given this verse, uh, 
the first thing I thought of was the quote that Lord Chaitanya gave us from the the Brihad Naradiya Purana. We all know that one Harinama 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 Eva Kevalam. So here we see Lord Chaitanya himself is referring to scripture. But Srila Prabhupada has said that if we speak in a spiritual circle, this is a spiritual assembly, we always have to quote from authority. So it would be very nice if I said Lord Chaitanya himself quoted this verse, and that's a good example of the uh, exalted nature of the Vedas, that would be something, but better I get Srila Prabhupada to say it. Better I quote from Srila Prabhupada, who is the authority. So I did a little research and I found a great quote from Srila Prabhupada uh, when he gave a lecture in Vrindavan in November 1972. So, and this talks about how, how Lord Chaitanya quoted also from authority. Srila Prabhupada is speaking. So Sri Chaitanya Mahaprabhu pointed out this verse from Brihad Naradiya Purana. Harinama, 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 Eva Kevalam, Kalona, Stevana, 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 Anyata. This verse was already there in Brihad, in Brihad Naradiya Purana. The indication of the activities in the Kali Yuga. Chaitanya Mahaprabhu pointed out, although he is Krishna himself, he can manufacture so many things, but he did not do so. That is Acharya. Acharya will not manufacture any new type of religion, a new type of phrase of Hare Krishna mantra. That is not potent. Just like the Hare Krishna, Hare Krishna, Krishna Krishna, Hare Hare, Hare Rama, Hare Rama, Rama Rama, Hare Hare. This is Shastra. Now, if we add and subtract something from these 16 words, that is my manufacture, that will not have potency. So Sri Chaitanya Mahaprabhu never did so. Although he's Krishna himself, he stuck to the point of Shastra. Krishna is the Supreme Personality of Godhead. He indicates that no one can give up the injunction of the Shastra. Krishna also says in Bhagavad Gita 13.5, that knowledge of the field of activities and the knower of activities is described by various sages in various Vedic writings. It is especially presented in Vedanta Sutra with all reasoning as to cause and effect. Here we see that Krishna himself is quoting from the Vedas. Back to Prabhupada. Krishna says, he can give whatever he says is Shastra, that is Veda. But still, he gives reference to the Shastra. In this age of Kali, in this age, in this Kali Yuga, where people are very short-lived, duration of life is very short, they are unfortunate, they are very slow, and they take to unauthorized means of religious principles. They're prone to so many disturbances of life. Therefore, this particular medicine for this age is given by Sri Chaitanya Mahaprabhu, Harinama, 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 Eva Kevalam. So I thought that was pretty authoritative. Srila Prabhupada is quoting that Lord Chaitanya himself and Krishna referred to Shastra. So um, 
do we know the three uh, sources of knowledge? Can anyone say the three sources of knowledge? What was that? Hit Sadhu and Shastra. And of all three, Shastra is, is considered the most authoritative. In the purport here, um, we also see a confirmation of that. Uh, therefore, in the kingdom of God, in the spiritual world, in the spiritual sky, can be understood only through authentic descriptions of the Vedas and the Puranas. So that's authentic. We want to hear authenticity. Lord Chaitanya quoted this verse, and he also uh, gave us the essence of the Vedas. Can you put up Shikshastika? He gave us eight verses, because people in Kali Yula are very, very, we need simple things. I often said that when Srila Prabhupada came and gave us the Hare Krishna mantra, three words, Hare Krishna and Rama, if there was one more word, maybe he wouldn't have gotten such a following. That's how distraught, that's how small our minds were, and still are in the Kali Yuga. So we need a very simple, simple process. So Lord Chaitanya condensed the whole uh, Vedic teachings into these eight verses. And today we're going to discuss just the first verse, the um, first Shikshastika. These verses, actually Bhakti Siddhanta said even every verse of the Bhagavatam, Bhagavatam you can study for three months. And it's same with Shikshastika. While I chant my rounds in the morning, I have a practice that I meditate on Shikshastika because it enlivens me. It enlivens me and it encourages me. I don't know, can everyone see glory to the Shri Krishna Sankirtan? Can someone read this? But someone like, you have my... Glory to the Sri uh, Krishna Sankirtan, which cleanses the heart of all the dust accumulated for years and extinguishes the fire of conditional life of repeated birth and death. This Sankirtan movement is the prime benediction for humanity at large because it spreads the rays of the benediction moon. It is the life of all transcendental knowledge. It increases the ocean of transcendental bliss, and it enables us to fully taste the nectar for which we are always anxious. So this is a real summary of the nature of the soul in this material world. This is what we all want. So now we're going to go through each line and talk about it. Glory to the Sri Krishna Sankirtan, which, is, which cleanses the heart of all the dust accumulated for years. First, we have to understand that our condition now is impure. We have to understand that this is not the natural condition of the soul because we are identifying with material energy. Srila Prabhupada describes the, um, the dirty things in the heart. He says dirty things means this experience of the material world. In other words, this is the material experience is the dirty things in the, in the heart. This is called dirty things because we are covered. We are spirit soul. We are now covered by these dirty things. So it can be removed. So when the soul is covered with these dirty things, with material energy, there are three qualities of the material energy that we're covered by. It's temporary, filled with ignorance, and causes misery. So that doesn't sound like something I want. Who wants to be miserable all the time? 
And why are we miserable? Because we, by nature, spirit, soul, are sat. We are eternal. And the nature of this material world is asat. It is temporary and miserable and based on ignorance. So that's a hard combination. We're sat and we're looking for eternity in a world of temporary nature. That, that causes great disturbance to the heart. <laughs> and nothing material can solve our problem. Only something spiritual, because that is the nature of our soul. Actually, the nature, spiritual nature, is eternal, filled with knowledge, and always blissful. That's who we really are. And we're looking for that in this temporary world that is filled with misery. Misery. Doesn't that sound like a condition of frustration? It's very frustrating. But looking for happiness in a place, it's as though someone threw you a towel and you're in the water. You're in the ocean and you want to get dry so if someone throws you a towel, how dry are you going to get? The towel is going to get wet. So to dry ourselves with a wet towel is going to be futile. In the same way, seeking solution to our problems, our disturbances, and our anxieties with material energy is going to be very frustrating. So nothing material will solve the basic problems in which there are these three characteristics. <coughs> so the only solution to find some is to find something that is not material. That will make us happy. It says in this purport, in the bottom of the purport that we just read, the Lord and his devotees reside in the Vaikuntha planets and they are of the same spiritual quality, namely Siddhasattva, the mode of goodness. So that's the only thing, excuse me for a moment. So that's the only thing that's going to make someone happy. Some intervention of something eternal. And it just so happens that the holy name of the Lord is of the same spiritual quality. When we chant Hare Krishna, that sound vibration enters into the heart. And the spirit soul wake, wakes up. It is an eternal spiritual uh, uh, divine sound vibration that naturally we're attracted to because we are eternal. And that's the sleeping spirit soul says, what? That's, that's familiar. I don't know why it's familiar. People come here and they look and they say, this seems familiar. Why? You go to a temple, you see Krishna, you hear this transcendental sound vibration, you see it, the Harinam party, people are passing on the street, they're looking, something familiar is there when we go in Sankirtan and we talk to people out there, something familiar. We can go up to soul, any person you can go up to, excuse me, and then plug into that place in the heart that is eternal, that we're all the same. And, and that's what, that we're, we have that same spiritual quality. Why? Because we're part and parcel of Krishna. So now we're acu this accumulated dust in the heart. The next line of Sri Shikshastika, the, 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 which extinguishes all the dust accumulated for years. And who can tell me what that dust is? In one, one word, what is all the dust that is accumulated for years? Can, does any, can everyone, anyone think of what that could possibly be? Desire. Attachment. Getting close. Karma. Karma. 
That's it. It's our karma. That is the dust. Now we got loads of it. We are talking. We just went to the rock show and we're trying to pull these rocks. We're, that is lighter than the weight that we're bearing our karma. So we need some serious medicine to get rid of that temporary identification with our karma. So this, this Sankirtan, this Lord Chaitanya is talking about this, that thing that will extinguish the fire of conditional life of repeated birth and death. And that is the result of our karma. That it, the culmination of our karma, what is the grand prize at the end? The grand prize at the end is repeated birth and death. So here we are schlepping tons and tons of bricks and rocks and glittery things that are that's keeping us in the material world to the point of we're waiting for another birth and death and birth and death and trying to solve our problems with things from the material world, which in themselves have the same quality as our problems. Frustrating situation. Now, the Sankirtan movement is the prime benediction for humanity at large because it spreads the rays of the benediction moon. When I meditate on this sentence, I become ecstatic because I say to myself, I'm part of humanity at large. I'm, I'm capable. I'm, I, it's being given to me in the prime benediction, the prime benediction for humanity at large. So I'm feeling very happy and very enthusiastic to receive a grand benediction. Who doesn't want a benediction? <laughs> Everybody wants a benediction. What's the best thing that I can be benefited for? I'm standing online. I want that. See, this is trying to solve my material problems, which I'm losing my voice with something material, and it's not working. <laughs> anyway. So, Srila Prabhupada says, um, when the Yuga Dharma is for all people. It's non-sectarian. So when we go out there and approach someone, he's your brother. There's my dearest friend. It's Krishna's in his heart. I know I'm related to you. We have the same, we make the same material substances are making up our body and the same nature of the soul, eternity, bliss, and knowledge. And you're here too, stuck in this mess. Hello. Can you say Hare Krishna? Please say Hare Krishna. <laughs> And that's what I do now. As an old book, I used to carry lots of books and do the whole thing. And, you know, started walking like this from 50. We used to carry these big, huge Krishna books, the silver ones, 15 in a bag. They weighed more than I did. And, you know, you become you know, like, like Arjun. One time Arjun and, and, uh, and Bhima and Krishna all went to see Jarasandhar. And they dressed up as Brahmins. And they uh, were going to ask a favor they wanted to engage in battle but and of course jar sandra he, he he was very saint he wasn't saintly but he was a great king and if a brahmin came he would give them whatever they wanted <clears throat> but he could recognize these three brahmins didn't look like brahmins because they had a line on their arms where they carried the bow so i often thought that the sankirtan warriors we developed a, a <laughs> swooping shoulder from all of the Spiritual bombs that Srila Prabhupada gave us to distribute. So now, da 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 da, 40 years later, 45 years later, I'm carrying a card and an enchanting Hare Krishna. But it's so wonderful to, to, to approach each soul and give them Krishna, and they're so anxious. And this temple is doing such wonderful service. Sometimes we, we have met in our one week here, 
someone we went up to see the forest and um we met uh, the guide there was a vegetarian and, and we were anxious to give her uh, an invitation to the restaurant and she said oh i know govindas i eat there all the time this is wonderful preaching to distribute prasada so Srila Prabhupada says another confirmation the, this is a quote from nine seven, the purport of 977. The Bhagavatam says, Padam, Padam, Ya, Vipadam, at every step there is danger. Therefore, because the Krishna consciousness movement provides the opportunity for the human being to get out of the material world simply by chanting the Hare Krishna mo- uh, mantra, this movement is the greatest benediction. So, how wonderful is that? It's wonderful. So, and, and it's for everyone. Like the sunshine and rain keep all plants growing and we have to eat to stay alive. This chanting of Hare Krishna is the prime benediction for all humanity, for everyone. Everyone will get benefit from chanting Hare Krishna. Of course, sometimes it's the way you deliver the line. Sometimes we want to enthuse people, we have to realize how they're suffering in this world. And we have to approach them a little delicately, but that doesn't, so that's why we wrap our minds around it. We try to think of, as Srila Prabhupada said, by hilka by kur, give them a book, but you have to do it gracefully so that they'll be happy to receive this transcendental knowledge. Because that's one of the contaminations of being in the material world. Anything about transcendence, no, I'm not interested. No, what, you know, they'd rather, people would rather, not they, I'm not, I'm not saying they, because I'm part of they, we. It's actually we and God. And that's why I like to have that. That's a broad Sankirtan mentality, that it's we. We're all here together, suffering in the material world. And if we approach the conditioned souls with that feeling of camaraderie and we, they'll be, they won't feel threatened. They'll be happy to receive what we have to give them. So let's just move on a little bit to it is the life of all transcendental knowledge. Now I have my little book. Oh dear. Here it is. This is the more than five features. It's the um, Adi 7 of the Chaitanya Charitamrita. And there are wonderful verses about the holy name. I like to read verses that encourage me to chant. That's what I do. I mean, it is the prime benediction. I figured, okay, I'm a very simple person. Let me focus on this. Since I trust the people who said it's the prime benediction, I trust Lord Chaitanya and I trust Srila Prabhupada and I trust the discipline succession, I, I'm going to go for it. Unless someone comes up with a different system, I'm going to go for this. <coughs> So um, this is a quote, 772, the ultimate end of knowledge is, uh, the ultimate end of knowledge is knowledge of Krishna who is identical with his holy name. So that's very encouraging to me to spend time chanting. I'm associating with Krishna. That's, that seems like a good thing to do. Krishna is the life of all transcendental knowledge and he is non-different from his name. So I'm gonna just read a couple of verses here and uh, this is 73, 773, Adi Simply by chanting the holy name of Krishna, one can attain freedom from material existence. Simple process. 
Indeed, simply by chanting the Hare Krishna mantra, one will be able to see the lotus feet of the Lord. And Prabhupada says in the purport, simply addressing the energy of the Supreme Lord as Hari and the Lord himself as Krishna very soon situates the Lord within the heart of the devotee. By thus addressing Radha and Krishna, one directly engages in his Lordship's service. Now, chanting Hare Krishna is service. It seems to me the most simple thing to do. If you go on the street and say, please say Hare Krishna, those people are directly engaged in Christian service. What to speak of us? If we just chant Hare Krishna, we are engaged in Krishna's service. It's very, very simple. It purifies the heart. And then things start to become revealed to us. Our nature, our desire to serve in different capacities that we all have. Uh, the essence of all revealed scriptures and knowledge is present when one addresses the Lord and his energy by the Hare Krishna mantra, the essence of all revealed scriptures. For this transcendental vibration can completely liberate a conditioned soul and directly engage him in the service of the Lord. Next verse 74. In this age of Kali, there is no religious principle other than chanting the holy name which is the essence of all Vedic hymns. I like that. Just like Sikshastika is the essence of all the Vedic scriptures. Even smaller than that, just see how the Kali Yuga is so contaminating. Krishna is so kind. He is but the essence of the whole Vedic scriptures, which is the most important source of knowledge, into his name. Krishna is non-different than his name. So just by saying his name, you're identifying with the Lord and all the Vedic scriptures. It is the end of everything. Uh, so this is the purport of all scriptures. And Prabhupada says in his purport, since Krishna and his holy name are identical, the holy name is eternally pure and beyond material contamination. It is the supreme personality of Godhead as transcendental vibration. So when I think about that, it really encourages me to chant. and uh, increases the ocean of transcendental bliss and it establishes us in eternity. You know, when we, when we enter eternity, when we understand that we are eternal, what's the first thing that we become? Can anyone say the first thing when, you, when someone says, incidentally, you're eternal, what's the first thing you, you might think of? Good. We never, we don't have to die. We're eternal. That's a real big problem, death, especially as you get older. My goodness, it's right around the corner. But we don't die. We do not have to die. The, the soul is eternal. And when we identify with eternity, we become free from anxiety. So whatever we're doing here is circumstantial. Um, you do the best you can. If you make a mistake, whatever you do, you do the best you can. Knowing that you're eternal, you're free of anxiety, and that cuts a whole lot of worry out of your life. That, that's one of, these are tricks. We look deep into what is being said here, and we become liberated. We want to become liberated at Krishna's lotus feet. You know, in personal liberation, we want to be joyful and happy and share a divine love trip with God. That's what Prabhupada's offering us. That's what Lord Chaitanya is offering us. So this chanting of Hare Krishna enables us to fully taste that nectar 
for which we are always anxious. And what is that nectar? Our identification with eternity, our divine love and bliss, and not knowledge, knowledge, nothing, everything is clear. We, we, we see everything in a, in, a, in a beautiful life, light based on love and devotion to Krishna. The soul is spiritual energy and only responds to something of its own nature. We read in the purport before, the, the, the devotees and Krishna in the spiritual world are of the same nature. So when we chant Hare Krishna, when we hear the transcendental sound vibration from the Bhagavatam or the Vedic scriptures, <coughs> this is spiritual sound vibration and the soul becomes awakened when we hear it. When we chant the holy name, it enters the heart and goes directly into the soul and arouses it. The natural qualities of the eternity, bliss and knowledge become awakened. And that means eternal love becomes awakened. So um, I just wanted to finish by reading a poem that I wrote, which is called Faith in the Holy Name. For the last <coughs> five or six years, I've been putting together writings that I have been working on for since I've been a devotee. And I felt like, okay, what am I gonna, how am I gonna influence someone? I'm losing my strength and energy. I thought I might write a book. <coughs> put it all together and maybe help the devotees in that way to encourage people to take up this process that Srila Prabhupada has so magnanimously given us. So this is a, this is a poem from the section on chanting. Faith in the holy name. Put your faith in the name of the Lord. Krishna can hold all the love that is stored deep inside and hidden from light. Your cherished dreams are safe in his sight. Chant Krishna Nam with all of your trust. There will come a time for your sake that you must. He's waiting for you since he's waiting for you since time has begun to call out his name and reside on your tongue. Believe in the words of self-realized sages, the message of Godhead delivered for ages. Let go of distractions that cause you to doubt, inciting the seeds of mistrust to sprout. Maya awakes with her vi victimization. For those, she allures with enticing temptation. Hold tight to the name with extreme dedication and turn from her gaze with no expectation. If we give our hearts and try to arrange an enduring affair in this world of change, the grief that can flourish destroying our will is not worth the price of what it may kill. The burst of love surging through your painful heart. Oh, excuse me. In this age of cheats, there's one benediction declared by the saints' most worthy prediction. The Lord's holy name, our eternal friend. Keep him on your lips and confusion will end. The burst of love surging through your painful heart. Tears cleanse your soul when you think you're apart. The Lord's all around you in his divine play. What now makes you suffer will then make you pray. Submit to his sanction. Offer your mind. In his holy name, the treasure you'll find. And all that you do, place at his feet. Though sometimes his love becomes bittersweet. 
You are eternal with nothing to fear. You are eternal with nothing to fear. He's Lord of your heart and no one's more dear. By chanting his name, directly you're bound as the love you yearn for is embellished in sound. Hare Krishna. Would anyone like to make a comment or ask a question? I always yes. wonder this Vidya Madhum Jeevan. It is the life of all Vidya oh, It's a great night. Vidya Madhu. Madhu refers to bride. Bride? Bride, bride. It is the life of all transcendental knowledge. Right. So Madhu, the word Madhu refers to bride. Meditation. Vidya Madhu Jeevan. Oh. Uh, okay. Well, that's another thing. We actually, I, I, I don't meditate on that particular um, translation, but if you think of yourself as married, we're all, we're all, um, Did you say bride or bride? Bride. Bride. Bride, bride, wife. Br bride, wife. So bride means complete dedication, complete life. This is the life of transcendental knowledge. So our position to accept it as what is one of devotion and one of dedication. The nature of a bride is that she's fully de dedicated to her husband. So if we take this knowledge and the holy name as our husband, as Krishna, as our husband, this, this example is being used to show the depth of devotion that can be given to Krishna and uh, for, to satisfy the soul. This is the only thing that will satisfy the soul is if we completely give ourselves to Krishna. So, yeyatam mam prapadyante, it's 411 in the Bhagavad Gita. As they surrendered unto me, I reward them accordingly. So the more we absorb ourselves in this transcendental rasa as being the lover and servant and bride of the holy name, to that extent, we will get these realizations. But this, this one particular line, the life of all transcendental knowledge, that also excites me. I become so happy. This is simple. Chanting Hare Krishna, this mantra, this special sound vibration in the name of the Lord is the life of all transcendence. And if you're a spiritual personality who is endeavoring to seek the absolute truth, this is a big clue of what to do in your life. Is that answering? Dedication. Yes. The way John Prabhupada kind of explains it that just like a wife follows her husband, similarly, you know, knowledge follows the uh, knowledge follows the chain of the holy name. Yes, that's another wonderful example. It's, they go together: eternity, bliss, and knowledge. And we're being given that when we understand our eternal nature as spirit soul, then we start to identify with these qualities. And the miserable temporary nature of this material world, we we kind of we make room for who we really are, and those things affect us less. Mm -hmm. They will affect us less as we cultivate Krishna consciousness. Very good example. We must incorporate that. Anything else? Yes. Um, I heard one interpretation also in the state that that was a devotee's interpretation that. Um, when you chant Hare Krishna, it enters into the life 
of transcendental knowledge that becomes your life. Oh, that's beautiful. And you're no longer engaged in the material life of temporal misery and birth and birth and death and all that. You've stepped up onto the the life path of transcendental knowledge, and that becomes your life. That's beautiful. Chanting Hare Krishna, and now you're no longer in the regular life. You're in the, the life where you have transcendental knowledge. That's actually you pursue transcendental knowledge, and you uh, distribute transcendental. Right. That word transcendental, transcendence, I asked my husband, what is this word? What does it mean? And he was saying that it means outside of this world. Outside, it has nothing to do with this world. We transcend this world. We leave, as you said, we leave the conception of this world. And our life becomes different. As soon as you realize I am eternal, something switches in the heart. You become fearless. Anything else? Thank you so much. Hare Krishna. Hare Krishna.